0: Today's October 25th, 2023, and I'm excited about today's guest. He's the associate head coach at Ohio State University, where he won two national titles. Jay Jaggers, welcome to the show, Jay. How you doing? Good to be here. Thank you, thank you. Um, an exciting day for for me, and maybe you guys in the Buckeyes. Episode 3 of the Young Bucks: a season with Ohio State drops. It's called Leader of the Pack. Kind of focuses on Sammy Sasso, one of the leaders on your team. And I want to talk to you a little bit about last year, us coming to do this. I don't know. We probably spent a dozen times visiting you guys. What you thought when maybe Tom said, hey, Flo wants to do this thing, and how the process was like for you throughout the season with us kind of popping in and being around.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I'm a little more of a private guy. So, like, I'd rather kind of just, like, operate in the shadows Mm -hmm. Um, when it it comes to that because – also, I you know I get I my like coach comes out right like I'm worried about like hey is there's gonna be added pressure because now they got to thing you know the Berber hyping them up so I, I wrestle with all those things uh, but um you know Tom Tom likes to promote the program and um, it's his call and the boss says we, we we all go with and once once the decision's made like that's what it is uh, obviously you know our, our friendship and, and our relationship with with you I you know trust that. You know you're gonna do a good job and um, make it something that that we can all be proud of. You know, um, I think it was I think it was neat the way kind of our story or our season I should say our season unfolded in a way that kind of made it a happy ending, <laughs> if, if that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, you know if if we didn't if we probably if we didn't have a, uh, a pretty good NCAA uh, championship, I don't know if uh, I'd feel as Great about it, <laughs> as I do now.
0: Yeah, um, and it, and it's interesting because it kind of started out about this this great freshman recruiting class you had, and we thought maybe they would all star it, maybe some of them would, and just obviously Mendez did. So it kind of morphed mm-hmm. uh, about the Bucks, which was cool because the team, like you said, had a great story per the ending, but mm-hmm. there was definitely some rocky times, right, Las Vegas um i was chatting with you about it before we started kind of a rough go you guys didn't do so great um tell me what you remember about vegas
1: yeah so historically we've always done like always had a pretty good vegas you know um i mean there's there's some anomalies here and there but i would say my you know 20 years ago into the cliff keen whether it was an athlete or a uh or a coach, we've we've always performed pretty well, won won a lot of championships, or um, been in the top three. So um, this year, I don't even know. I don't. Even, I, think, I don't even know if we were top ten, to be quite honest. We had a round where like Smith dropped out, Tate dropped out, Carson I think got hurt, right? Mm-hmm. So we had like and then not and then going there without Gallagher and Mendez, um, it was really hard. So uh, it was kind of just like. I mean, it was like Murphy's Law. I was just like, "What? Like, whatever can happen will happen." I guess that's what's going to happen this trip. Yeah. Um, Sasso was the bright spot, you know. Obviously, he cruised to a title and, and wrestled really well. But um, you know, at the, at the end of the day, like like as, as the first couple dominoes started to fall, I was like getting upset and getting upset. And by the end, I was just like, "Listen, just chalk this event up. It's just bad. Like, let's get back home, recalibrate, and, and figure it out." Um
0: yeah S- super super tough. Um and it wasn't just injuries of Vegas, right? It was like all year long you had a lot of injuries. Had you guys ever been through a season like that with maybe that many injuries?
1: No. That that was the worst I've experienced at least as a coach. Um you know, I felt like we'd get a guy back and we'd be like excited, you know, and then and then somebody else would get hurt and we had to adjust uh, like how we like trained a lot because just we couldn't afford another injury like like people weren't available and um, you know a lot of the injuries some of them were they, they were just some of them were just you know unavoidable I would say but then some some were and that's when we kind of got frustrated with like you're at practice and you're in a you know I remember the one it was a uh, boy Ethan Ethan was like he's was like in a close wizard position you know and somebody's like scooping his knee out with the knee and it's like like it's practice like the guy's digging your knee out like when you feel you're at the your end range of your of your motion like you know just let him shelf it you know like like change the position don't stay married to that clothes wizard and then lcl go or whatever the case may be so those ones that i thought were kind of avoidable or frustrating but um so we really tried to manufacture that like like we, we trimmed down our live, I think I don't know, whatever month it was, might've been January. I mean, we wrestled maybe like under the whole month, like under like 50 minutes alive for the whole month. And it was like, we, um, uh, we did a lot of, we got our intensity through a lot of like intense drilling and, um, try to get guys back and healthy. And then also, like I said, when we were, we were down and got, you know, two or three, four guys at a time. We're like, dude, we can't have another one. Get down. So we had to adjust. And, um, yeah, it was uh it was, it's it's what it is. I mean, listen, every other team every team's dealing with stuff like that. I felt like maybe we were had a little extra, but um, you know, it's nothing new.
0: Do you think, you know, adjusting your your live in January and adjusting your training because of the injuries you had, could that affect your training schedule this year? Like, hey, maybe we're going to change things from how we did it last year?
1: Um yeah, a little bit. I mean, we're always learning on the fly, right? And, and different teams, and different, you know, the makeup of your team and, and, and maybe the age of guys uh, on your team, how much wear and tear they have, uh, mental, right? Like some guys need it. Like I, I wanted to go live. I was a guy like, like that's how I felt like I got the most out of my practices was mm-hmm. going live versus a drilling or something. So, um, you know, I would say that's one thing. Like we're not – we have our principles and we have like our – our idea of how we want like to run things but then also there's wiggle you know within these within these boundaries that we try to be smart and approach everything different and problem solve and all those things I would say that's kind of like what we do here
0: yeah um, like I said episode three drops or dropped today episode one really focus on the three freshmen right Mendez Buzakis Feldman and I uh, I don't know if you've watched it recently I assume you did watch episode one. Compare those three guys in that video mm-hmm. leaving home coming to Ohio with the guys they are today and maybe how they've changed or grown over the last year.
1: Wow that's a great question. Uh, I'll start off with Nick Buzakis because I think his change has been the most drastic maturity um, He you know upon a like I remember we me and Logan went with him last summer last summer. To U uh, twenties, and for him to get down to weight, uh, it was challenging. And I'm like, the way this guy like thinks about cutting weight and does things like like there's I don't know how long he's going to be at 33 or like if he can operate in in this Big Ten and NCAA environment like with those kind of habits. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, like Mister like drinking monster drinks and uh, this is how I cut like just very very childish uh since then man like holy smokes what a 180 um he's his body is you know he's never above 140 wow. you know uh one, maybe 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 41 i would say 41 at, at the pride of the height uh makes 33 no problem um so he just so like this year at the worlds he was great you know same weight class and didn't even have to work out the night before um it was just such a different, and that's just with his maturity, and uh, he grew up a little bit, you know, he grew up, and he followed his, followed the suggestion of people that he respects, and I know Sammy helped him quite a bit grow up, and uh, yeah, so his is probably the biggest drastic change, you know, still got to maintain some, you know, some focus issues during during a match and at practice, which we talked to him about, and I have no problem saying, he he knows, he knows that, he would say it as well, so, um, but, um uh, very excited very very exciting about his growth and um jesse has just matured like like even physically physically matured um you know he was a he was a really he's an animal like just really really tough kid um mentally and uh physically now he's like getting into that like man zone so where it's like a different a different strength and then um you know obviously he's got the confidence which uh is great he's had he's had but i think now that he's an all-american he kind of believes it and then sometimes you know obviously the absence of sammy right now on our team has has thrusted him into a leadership role um so he's grown a lot and then feldman uh feldman's physically again physically morphed his body a little bit looks different traps everything like that legs are so strong with his injury last year being out you know for him to be where he's at physically without having last season as like a season to do things really in, in, in actuality like he didn't, didn't practice for months on months um, for him to be where he's at I think he's way ahead so I think uh, that's encouraging and um, I can't wait I can't wait to watch all of them
0: heck yeah uh, another thing that I kind of learned about you guys hanging out with the team and, and spending time is road trips Big bus, back of the bus, mafia, um, and it wasn't like we were just playing a game. Like it's an intense game of mafia for probably three hours straight. Um, I got a little clip and I want to play. Oh, this. Yeah. Can you turn the audio on. Oh man, that'd be great. I'm get you Russell, most of them have a great
1: time and have fun and sit in the back of the bus and hollering and playing all sorts of games. I, I
0: don't think mean, the audio. Mean, so,
1: I think they're blaming... They think Romero is the guy, like, the wrong guy, and... Um, trying to figure out who the bad guys are, who the good guys are. Oh, no, this is just a regular... Patty, i remember this game logan my, i think logan Logan a game was about lying. Game. I, I can't so remember who it was or romero one of them buddies were buddies trust you all of them at anyway. <laughs> different yeah. times so it's just a game of deception and it's fun we used to play it a lot like i felt like we've gotten away from it the last couple of years but we brought it back this year and uh you just you happened to be on the bus when we kind of brought it back on that trip it was fun there's me <laughs> yeah, getting Excel. animated. Dude, no, it was, that was the game where I was explaining somebody made the, like, the worst rationale ever. <laughs> this
0: is actually, I, I, this is Caleb saying you and Logan are probably the best players on the team and that be yeah. Hoffman's the
1: worst. Yeah. Well, I was trying to explain, they were trying, someone was, it was like down to the end where somebody thinks, uh, it's between me and somebody, and I'm like, listen, I'm giving you sound reasoning why you can't possibly be me.
0: <laughs> it was great. Um, and, I don't know, probably makes the bus rides go along a lot faster and easier. You're not thinking about cutting weight. Tell me, like, not just because it's fun, but the benefits of something like that with you and the team.
1: Like the bus or, like, The like mafia
0: in the back like, of the bus,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, a team that a team that really enjoys each other's company and is close is going to, you know, fight a little harder for each other and, um, you know, make sacrifices for each other or whatever the case may be. And it's just fun, like, like this sport is. It's it's hard, obviously. Um, and if the only time this, I think Tervel, Tervel told me this once, uh, or he maybe came up with this or this this thought process, he said, it, you know, if the only time this sport is fun is when you get your hand raised on a Saturday okay. in March, then it's going to be a really miserable existence. And, um, you know, I kind of thought about that, and I was like, dang like that's a that's a great way to look at it, and things I try to remember for our team and for you know even my children so um, I think that was you know trying to make trips fun is important.
0: did you ever was that ever with you? I'm only happy when I'm winning, and I'm not enjoying the no. season
1: I mean, I was miserable when I was cutting weight, <laughs> you know okay, what I so mean so hungry yeah. all the time. But, uh, no, I, I, I always I always enjoyed – one of the things about wrestling that was probably the hook set for me at a young age and is probably one of the things that I've said many times is still my favorite aspect is the camaraderie. You know, the friendships, um, the bond you have. And, you know, I mean, this, this past weekend I took uh, – um, my son wrestled at Super 32 with, with some friends of his and we took an RV down there. So that was, that was with, with three, four athletes, three dads and like seeing how much fun he had was like, you know, that's the, that's the thing that people remember about wrestling, obviously. And the, and the big matches and the big wins and stuff like that. But those trips and those, that fun is, is, is everything.
0: You're like getting me thinking back and and my little league experience and the same thing jumping in a van with, with dads and kids, the hotel pool and eating pizza Yes. just being a little, absolutely. little run. absolutely. Uh, jumping back to the last season, Vegas, like we said, sucked. Um, you only had your full team <laughs> two or three times throughout the entire season. And then, like, you just trend up at Big Tens a little bit. And, like, really it was Friday night. What a finish. Friday night, mm-hmm. NCAA's. HR guys are in, I think, ninth place going into that round with uh, semifinals and and blood round. You had Sammy in the semis. You had six guys in the blood round. It's a do or die for the team, right? Tell me about heading into Friday night, how you felt, knowing it could go one or two ways or just kind of stay around ninth.
1: Yeah, I was real optimistic. I remember being even in the hotel room in between sessions and i was like guys we're 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 gonna get a guy we're gonna get some guys through i'm like we're gonna we're gonna get some guys through, and we're gonna get a trophy and um you know i started doing the math i i'm i'm big into the math so like i i will crunch the the brackets and whatnot and who has what available left and who are the matchups and you know and he's just doing like some like calculations in your head off maybe what you think could happen it never goes to plan but you can get an idea and um, I felt real confident I liked our matchups and um, you know I think we left one out there with Carson that would have been that would have been nice to get him through again and be you know two time All-American but you know I think it was I think we had a really good tournament Um, let's see I think you know Patty and Carson they were still they were both top 16 you know like Carson was top 12 lost in the round of 12 Patty off his bad big 10s to get himself into that, you know, he went two and two, get himself into the top sixteen. Something to build off of, and then obviously the five guys that were top eight. Oh, Tate, Tate as well. Tate. Tate uh, you know, had a tough matchup. So yeah, we had Tate and Carson lost in the round of twelve, but Dylan, Jesse, Caleb and Ethan won. So we went four and two. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good round. It was a good round. You, you need good rounds to do well at the t- national tournament. Have you been on a team? or
0: coached that had the opposite kind of Friday where it just like went down the crapper we could have, it was just most of us lost. Um, my
1: teams I felt were very clutch, very clutch in like 2007, 8, 9, where we, we way overperformed at the nationals compared to uh, like the big 10 championship or anybody expectations. Um, the coach team coach, yeah. Probably, probably here or there, you know, like if you have six guys and you think four are going to win and then two do, like you really only lost two coin flips, but it feels like so much more, you know what I mean? Heavy. And like, like I know last year, you know, I think we were 13th or 14th at the NCAA tournament. And it's like, if you flip two results here or there, we're probably like seventh. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then this year we're like fourth and you flip one or two results and we're probably ninth. It's like, it's that, it's that finicky, you know, um, in that, right. This, these last couple of years in that two or probably three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 range to where like a couple results. So it's like, you gotta be real careful about being a prisoner of the moment on both ways. Right. Like the negative where you're like, we're terrible. Like, gosh, dang, we did a bad job. Let's evaluate everything we did with our program reset. We took, Twelve, we only had four all-Americans or whatever, Ver- and then also on the other side, like we're sweet, we you know we got a trophy. Nobody thought we would like just just do everything that we did last year. Mm-hmm. Neither are probably true. It's probably somewhere in the middle. So you got to be real careful being a prisoner of the moment, and um, you know, hopefully see what you did well and see if you can incorporate that and, and, and you know remanufacture that, and then also while being honest with yourself and assess and correct some things so i think the last two years have given us both ends of the spectrum to to be somewhere in that middle that makes sense
0: don't be a prisoner of the moment i love it i'm gonna use that gonna use that (laughs) uh okay i want to talk about sammy right we all know sammy had the incident where is he at sasso coming back um like physically where is he right now and what's the long-term plan
1: Physically, right now, this second, I think he's at PT, physical therapy, because yeah. uh, I gave him a call earlier this morning. Um, so he, he's he been coming every day to like our practices and uh, doing a really good job, man. He looks healthy. I mean, it's, it's like, obviously, he was on his back for like 41 days in the hospital. So just that atrophy, like that elite world-class athlete who's not in the gym on his back laid up not eating not drinking for that period of time he withered down so uh, he looks fantastic right now he got a nice haircut too you know looks all handsome so uh, but his, his upper body looks great he's starting to uh, he's starting to walk some without without his crutches which is fantastic and he's getting um, he's getting a lot of the um, you know his, his feeling back you know in, in, in the, in the, with the nerves and um he's confident he's confident he's gonna be he's gonna be back i mean i think he put on wrestling shoes yesterday even uh and just walked around so he's in a, he's in a good spot good good spot mentally as well such a strong strong guy and i'm really proud of him
0: and when he says he'll be back do you, is it, and maybe you don't know try to get a medical and wrestle next year oh or? yeah
1: so, yeah so he's so this year he's uh he's in a he's in a spot where he, he qualified for an olympic red shirt already oh. and then also um he could like like there'd be a waiver to get like the seventh year like injury injury back get your year back from injury so either either route we can go um so we were able to like pull him out of his um of his scheduled classes so he's not a student this year he can take like like, like a gap year and then he can re, because he, he already has his undergraduate degree, and he was going to get his um, certificate certificate program, which is like a two semester thing, just so so he could be eligible for this year, so he can re enroll in that in next fall. So if he's if he's able to get on the mat and compete, we just plop him back in school. Um, this year could be like an Olympic redshirt, and he's in. So you know, time will tell. Time will tell. He's got a long road though. Like with being being realistic with it. Yeah. Is there any
0: scenario, I didn't think about the Olympic redshirt, but yeah, where he takes an Olympic redshirt this year and gets a hardship and can push two years depending upon how he recovers?
1: I don't think so. I also don't know if like, I think that like, I'm speaking out of pocket. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, but I would think that, you know, nine months from now, like we'll have more of a picture of, of what his long term is and he would versus like it's not like a thing where like in 17 months you're gonna be you know what i mean so i think i think we'll know here yeah
0: well obviously we're all pushing for hoping for the best and a a, and a great recovery uh okay let's talk modern day today current day um, you're in the middle of wrestle-offs. You had your, your prelims uh, yesterday, I think. Your finals tomorrow. couple of questions. Well, I'll let you talk to it, and then maybe if you don't talk about what I want to talk about. What? You're just oh, a you just your wrestle-offs in general. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, we, so we had some prelims yesterday. Um, we're trying to get our uh, finals. Like, like I, mean, I call them finals, but, um, you, know, I, we were, you know, I were talking pre-show, and I was just saying uh, – I'm not, I'm a big, I am a big fan of like having the wrestle-offs, but I, I also like wish there would be like a little more education, like, like even to our fans and even our, in our athletes, like about how important they really are. Right. Like they're, they're a data point to be quite honest with you. And also they're like a glorified dress rehearsal where it's good to get out there. Maybe for some young guys that haven't competed with uh, on the stage with you know music and all that in a singlet college match, um, but they're against the teammate, which is always weird. Um, we haven't, we're not even in like the juicy part of like practicing, you know. It's like I'm, I'm not going to be a, a again prisoner of the moment, and just because some guy beats another guy in double, you know, in, in, in rideouts in a wrestle off on October 26th, it's like, boom, it's your spot, he never has another shot. Don't worry about it. Don't even go to opens. He's the starter. He's in the big tents. Like that would be an, that'd be an absurd way of handling rest at this level. They're a data point. We also got the clarion open next week where guys will go, you know, there could be some match up there. At the end of the day, our job is to figure out who are the 10 best guys to plug in our lineup week in and week out. And with, with the big picture in mind, which is championship season in March, right? So you got to take into consideration how do people perform against the field. And, you know, what. You know, as we get deeper into the season, like, hey, who's ranked? Like, is a guy, is a guy in the coach's ranking? Has he got the winning percentage? Like, will he automatically qualify a spot? So it gets a little hairier. But, you know, sometimes even our athletes, and I, I tell them this, but, you know, they kind of get, like, like, it's the end-all be-all. I need, you know, i got to right. win this more, most important thing in the world. It's like, it's important. But let's keep it in perspective, okay? There's been many good Buckeyes that have lost wrestleoffs that have been our starter down the road. You know what I'm saying? So um, hopefully the fans know that too, because sometimes they're like, how could they start him? He lost in the wrestle off. And it's like, well, he does better in mean, competition. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's how. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think anyway, that. So, so, yeah. And, and then, I'm, then I'm like, the whole time I'm just watching him, like, nobody get hurt, him, right? Yeah. So, but I, I do think there's value to him. And I'm like, I'm a proponent of us doing them. I just wish they were taken a little different. Sure.
0: Um, and I think I think Hepner beat Karchula last year, but Carson Alvey was the guy. Yeah. Obviously, was the guy. Um, yeah, that one
1: was a little. And, and Bryce wanted redshirt anyway, mm-hmm. so that was you know what I mean. So Easy. like again, that, that was one that you know people would ask about, like, well, how could you? Heppner deserves it. It's like Heppner wants to redshirt. Like, come on. Like, you don't know. Like, in house, we're not. We're not scumbags. Like, we're not screwing the guy. Yeah. Like he want. He was always redshirting last year. That was always his mission. He had a good win over Carson. He did good. Carson, you know, hey, hey, let's, let's go. Get going a little bit. But it was never like. Uh, it was not that serious. it Wasn't that deep. Yeah.
0: Uh, and two guys I noticed Heppner and, and Hoffman weren't in wrestl Do we expect to see them yeah. in, the, in the lineup? Uh,
1: we might we we might see them at, at Clarion. They're they're real close. They're real close. So just little you know, some some injuries with those guys. Uh, Carson too is probably out. We're we'll probably pull we're gonna probably pull pull him from wrestlers tomorrow too. So we won't have a match at seventy four. We'll still have a match at sixty five with Isaac Wilcox and Carter Chase. And then at one ninety seven Geog will wrestle uh Masita. Uh, in the finals of that one, so Hoffman's real close. He's back on the mats this week, um, just a two weeker You know what I mean? Nothing. Not going to get into the details of his injury, but sure. you know he's doing good. Um, Hepner's on the mats yesterday too, close. Uh, Clarion will be close for both Virginia Tech, maybe, and then Carson should be good for eh, Claire he'll be, he'll be. They're all about on the same timeline, but no panic. No, no, nothing. No, uh, you know. Like I said. Because of my uh, rant before about how much I value wrestle-offs, like that's why we're going to be overprotective and make sure that our guys are ready. If that makes sense. Of course. So, uh, so yeah, that's where we're at. But also, there could be there could be a uh, there could be a development with Gavin Hoffman and what weight class he's choosing too.
0: I don't see him going down. He's pretty big boy. Maybe.
1: Yeah, he's probably going to go down so Topping. he uh, he yes he shot yeah i was just kind of surprised as you but he came, came he came to us his decision um you know he's he's just looking at looking at his team and he just says he thinks it's what's best for him and he's he's like he's like i've been hurt for two weeks and my weight has dropped i've never felt better in my life i'm mature you know because the last time he went four, it didn't go well and uh, but he's real honest with himself about the why it didn't go as well last time, and uh, he's just grown so much. I'm so proud of him. He's such a joy to coach, and uh, you know he's got he's on he's on a little vision quest, man. He thinks he thinks that's where he can he can win the nationals. So um, obviously that impacts shoemate uh, and Ryder too, and we got to handle that and you know be delicate with the situation. They they everybody knows uh, in house, but yeah, pretty exciting.
0: Okay. Last question about the lineup. Mendez, is it decided if he's going to go or redshirt?
1: Yep, yep. He, he's wrestling. He wants to wrestle. Has no ambition to redshirt. Um, and thinks he can win the Nationals. Again, you know, he's 140, he'll, he'll be at 141. And he uh, he's excited, too. Uh, he might wrestle, though. We're probably going to wrestle him on the um, in that Columbia Hofstra. We're probably going to wrestle him in the Bill Farrell instead on that weekend. we'll we'll be in New York City anyway. So, um, cause he wants to get qualified for the Olympic trials. So, so that'll be a little bit different schedule for him for that, for that weekend. And uh, that's kind of where we're at, man. You're up to speed on all things Buckeyes.
0: That's what I was hoping for. Um, Okay. Last couple things. Got a little, want to talk some Jay Jaggers. Um, Okay. Two little segments, they're quick. Um, First one's called Wins and Whoopins. Looking over the entirety of your career, one win that sticks out, and one whooping you took that you'll never forget.
1: Okay, you can do either one um, first. Uh, I'll do. I'll do. Let okay. me do the whooping. Let's go. Because it was from my boy, Cassio Perro. I love that guy. Uh, from Illinois. You remember him? Yeah. He, he he was an all I think he was an all American maybe the year before I wrestled him, but uh, it was my sophomore year. I was at 141. He was at 141. Wrestling in a duel Illinois was hilarious, and uh, he killed. He beat me, dude. Like like I was so tired, and he was like putting my head down. He beat me. I I never got beat. My am more than a point or two or a couple, you know. And in, in, in realistically, in college, like I could always compete, even when I was cutting weight and tired. I could always like. You know, make it close. He would be like 11-4. and I was just like, I felt helpless. Never felt really that helpless. Um, and I remember like coming off the mat, and my dad was my dad was there, and he was like yelling at me, not not yelling at me, like healthy. Like me and my dad are cool. Like we yeah. know we know each other won't be volatile. It's all good. <laughs> um, so he, uh, you know, he was like barking at me, like oh, I've never, you know, that was ridiculous. And I was like so tired, leaning down. And there was like this, like security, like a red coat, like security guy, like over there. And I was like, I looked at him. I go, hey. I was so tired. I was like, they won't hear my dad's crap. I was, like, I was like, hey. I was like, hey. I don't even know this guy, dude. I was like, you gotta get him away from me. So he's like, sir, you gotta get him your seat. So I like, I like pretended my dad wasn't. Oh my god, that, <laughs> so is that amazing. was amazing, Cassie Ferrell. Who's a great guy? He's my friend on uh, we've we've chatted a little bit on uh, on Facebook and whatnot. Um, just all time guy, so he's he's cool. And I then love uh, that. my favorite I love favorite. that. Yeah. <laughs> Put my him away favorite. From me. I don't know him. <laughs> my dad's an all timer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably he's he's probably, he's probably watching. Hey hey Pops. Um Mr. My favorite win. Yeah. I, I don't know if I have one. I, I guess this one this one hit my memory this week a little bit though. Uh it's not even like a win per se, but it was an event. Um just because I like I said I was just in the nostalgic jo- zone with my son in this tournament and just being realistic with where he's at and uh you know, he was hoping to place at Super 32, like that was his goal. And um and I told all the little, you know, boys that that in with us. I was like, you know, I remember a tournament where you know, obviously we all want to be the champion, but I remember a tournament where I went to it was like at the uh to like, Pontiac Silverdome or something. And I was wrestling. uh, Yeah, I was young and I was wrestling like all these all these sick dudes were in my bracket. I didn't have a chance to win. I wasn't I wasn't at that level yet. I was in like sixth grade and they were on like seventh and eighth grade. But I took sixth and I was like at the very last like bottom rung of the podium. And I've never been more proud. Um, You know, because I placed in a bracket that I respected and it was the first time I had done something like cool like that, like on a national stage. So, um, you know, I think that that's kind of speaks to what we were talking about earlier of, you know, it's not always like champ, like champion or bust. Like dude, if you, were, if you're not the champ, like, like Ricky Bobby, like second is whatever. Like my first or last, like that's not true. Like develop, you know, goals and development. And some people, some people's ceiling is an all American. That's cool as hell when they reach that goal. You know, the special ones can, you know, the the Logan Stevers can win four national titles. Like, that's, that's, he's a unicorn. That's crazy. But, um, you got to start somewhere. And I remember, uh, that was probably the one. Like, I, I think I was in sixth grade, like Pontiac Silverdome, 105 pounds.
0: Freaking awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And the last thing, real simple, we call this one joke time. Wondering how funny you are, if you got any jokes.
1: Well,. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm. I have like jokes like my kids tell me. They're like Edwards. dad jokes. They're terrible. Uh, then I got some like adult jokes. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know which direction to go. Which one, which one you want me to go? Threading that of, needle. One of each is tricky. One, one, yeah, exactly. I got to thread the needle. I'll, I'll, I'll do. I'll do two. I'll do my a kid joke. Ready? Love it. Uh, did you hear about the um, new restaurant on the moon? No. Great food, no atmosphere. You like that one? It was good. It was good. I All was right. like
0: trying to think, no. like weight <laughs> yeah. or no atmosphere. It's good.
1: And then I I stole this one off of a podcast, but uh, and I'm gonna have to re I'm gonna I'm gonna re I'm gonna, re, I'm, gonna re, I'm gonna set it up in a different way. All right. All right. All right. So there's three guys uh, and they're sitting. Uh, they're sitting at a bar and they want to, they were like, Hey, you know, be cool. Be in the Guinness book of world records. So they're like, yeah, but what can we do? So each of them start thinking of their talent. The first guy's like, dude, I'm real tall, real tall. Like I gotta be the tallest guy in the world. Takes a picture, sends it in. Second guy's like, I'm real fast. I gotta be the fastest guy. Takes a video of him running, sends it in. Third guy's like, unfortunately, he's like, I'm really ugly. He's like, I'm really, really ugly. I've gotta be the ugliest dude in the world. I'm gonna send it in. All right so uh they meet back at the bar a week later pull out their letters first guy opens it up congratulations you're the tallest man in the world he's thrilled yeah excited second guy opens it up congratulations you are the fastest guy in the world he's like i knew it i knew it third guy's over there reading his letter he's just pissed right they're like what does it say what does it say what does it say he goes who the hell is mark bader
0: (laughs) I see what you did there. There you go. This guy. <laughs> I like the first one better.
1: <laughs> I was 50-50, but I was going to go use you or Logan Steber, but I was like, you know, I'm going to use you.
0: No, I, I appreciate that. Logan's a he's a handsome young man. Um, yeah, well, that kind of takes us down to the end of the line. Uh, I do want to give you the final word to say anything you might want to say about Buckeye Wrestling or restaurants with atmosphere nope. or –
1: <laughs> nothing man just uh, just excited hopefully everybody comes out and supports the team um, you know I think it's exciting <clears throat> there's some new a lot of new faces and we'll see where some guys are at we'll see where they're at soon and uh go bucks
0: awesome well Jay appreciate your time man have a great day and we'll talk to you soon
1: all right see you man
0: all right thanks see you And that's going to do it, folks, for today's show. Like I said, at the top of the hour, episode three of Young Bucks is live right now. You can check it out on flowwrestling.org. Thanks. Have a great day. See you next time.